What are the horses to follow? The forgetful runs, the stories on Racing Pulse. Bring on David Gately. Bring on David Gately is right. He's back, fresh and raring to run. Uh, it was good to hear his dulcet tones on Saturday as well, and it's good to have him back on the post-mortem. How are you, Gator? I'm well, mate. How are you? Very well indeed. Uh, where did the Gator clan head for a little freshen up? Well, it was uh, quite a, a trial trying to find anywhere if you left it uh, run so late. But, um, look, we got up to... Uh, Port Douglas for about nine, ten days. So it was, it was lovely up there to, uh, to uh, yeah, escape reality for a bit. Gee, you would have fit in well up there with the uh, <laughs> uh, the singlet and the thongs and the shorts, just pounding the the golden sands. Right at home. Yeah, I think uh, <laughs> ongoing joke. Worst dressed at every single restaurant, but um, that's fine. It's, uh, we do what we do. It was, it was uh, good, but can't wait for. Uh, um, another carnival as we build up, we got a nice taste of it on Saturday. Yeah, we certainly did, and we've debated it on the verdict this morning. Is Jigsaw now a Group One horse in waiting? Uh, the progression that he continues to make. Look, I think he'd have to find the right Group One. Um, obviously, he's Group Two, and so it's not a massive uh, bridge from there to uh, to a Group One. But it depends which one you're talking about. Like, I, I'm not sure he could win. Uh, you know, a VRC sprint or anything, but um, I certainly think he could be competitive in those lower-end Group 1s. And what he did on Saturday was was exceptional. Yes, he was aided by the way the track was playing, but he worked to lead. Um, he had Snapper outside him. They went 34-3 first half, about six lengths above average, um, and he still absorbed that, kicked away and ran fast overall time, won easily. The two horses had a perfect drop on him, were nowhere near him on the line. Uh, so a lot to like. Uh, he's got a good mix of sustained speed and will to win, which you saw the start before. Two traits he'd love to have in any athlete, mate. There's no doubt about that. And it was billed as a bit of a two-horse speed, Warren. I mean, Snapper, he was disappointing to the eye. I'm not sure whether he's come to the end of his campaign, but what did you make of Snapper's run? Well, I sort of joked that he's really hard to catch, and... No one laughed, but um, he is just a quandary, that horse. Like one minute, he wins at 30 to 1 up the straight at Flemington. I thought it was just a valley horse. Um, we jump on next time. He fades quickly. And he bounces back and wins. We're off. We jump back on Saturday. He's off again. So, look, he just needs things to pan out really well. He needs to be in the right frame of mind. Unfortunately, he can't tell us, so we just have to guess. Uh, but look, when he gets an outright lead, um, uh, uh, you know, on any track, but especially the Valley, that, that's sort of where he um, can bring his best uh, to the fore. Um, but look, uh, he was disappointing on Saturday, given he was outside the eventual winner. What do we take out of the race from a, um, a future carnival um point of view is, is it a race that you've got a little question mark outside of jigsaw or are you keen to follow the likes of Churath, Calypso, Rain moving forward look they need to find their right races Churath was quite good in this race last year as well probably beaten around the same margin by Marabi of course went on to an Oakley plate um, jigsaw may well head that way I mean being a handicap he probably still gets in pretty well doesn't he so um, but Churath look I don't think uh I don't think she was a Group 1 or even Group 2 horse, but she was um, a, a sound effort on Saturday, sound return. Uh, there was a gap to third, that's a positive, uh, but she was every chance, um, given the perfect run, 
And Calypso Rain, again, second level. His best runs to date have been at that third and fourth level, uh, which will be more suitable for him as he goes forward. I'd imagine yeah, Jigsaw was your run of the day at the Valley, but were there a few other black bookers or forgive files out of the meeting? Oh, yeah, quite a number. I mean, the Valley often throws up um, a quite a large figure file just because of the, um, the, you know, the tightness of the track and it tends to be a little more interference, you know, to, in, to my eye than, than bigger tracks. Um, add to that, it can certainly play a certain uh, way. It can be a bit leadership. And that was certainly the case on Saturday. So, uh, look, there, there are a number of... Um, well, a couple that I think can, can be followed. I think your boy confrontation was terrific again. Um, he just can't seem to find the right um, no. pattern on the day. He can't seem to find... Uh, when he does get on a big track, he finds backside. So his 11.44 home last time was the quickest of any horse all day. So I think he's still flying. Has he got another run in him? Let's hope so, because he can bob up at a price. The other one was the horse that came through the last race, Monarch of Egypt. It was only third up. Terrific finale from that horse. Again, uh, a day where it was better to be handy without being savage. So there's a couple there that can certainly be coming winners. Um, but look, to answer your, your other part of your question, a, a big forgive file, no doubt, on the day. Mm. Uh, Mama Reagan was a, a, a good win, and we've seen the better form lines uh, as a younger horse, and Nick Ryan seems to have been able to tap back into that old form. Yeah, look, all of that's true. Um, you know, it's, it's credit to, to Nick and his team. Um, what this horse did on Saturday was win pretty well. I mean, 24 flat near first thousand. So they did go about three lengths below average, sitting up outside the lead. So it was in a good spot, given the pattern of the day and the tempo. Add to that, he found the weakest race on a Saturday. Um, you know, probably equal that you can find. A lot of benchmark 70s, and this wasn't a strong race at all. But he did it with 61, you know, and he won OK. Look, I gave him life a couple of years ago, and up until Saturday, that had served me really well. Uh, but no, he, he, um, I wanted to see him win again. He did that. So look, he's back on the radar, but as the cliff gets steeper from here each week, um, and I'm not convinced yet that he's, um, going to be a strong betting proposition. SMS here. Hey, Gator, is Western Empire and Superstorm in your sack file? Uh, Superstorm had some issues, um, and beaten 20 lengths. Too bad to be true. Western Empire blew the start four lengths, so he actually made a bit of a run. Uh, he was quickest in the race, you know, six to the, the four, but then, then sort of petered out. He was beaten a long way, but I think they'll both certainly uh, forgive foul runs on Saturday. Uh, and one last one I wanted to ask you about. Rambler Rebel, um, did you see that coming in the last race, or were you um, a little bit shocked as well uh, by the time he, he got to the front? Beautifully ridden again, Ethan Brown, but... I know a lot of people were on Worsfold uh, on Saturday, and, and maybe that pattern just played against Worsfold by the last. I think so. Yeah, I think that he just couldn't build momentum either at such a key stage of the race. He was racing tight in between horses just as the leader pinched a break, and as it turns out, it was a bridge too far. Um, look, he made really good ground on Rambler Rebel, who was five or you know, probably seven in front of him coming to the turn. Um, really well handled, as you mentioned, Rambler Rebel. Didn't loaf in front, 8.7 lengths above all averages, but mm. um, just uh, the way the track was playing uh, really suited him. You know, I think we all thought there'd be a lot of pressure, but he got an outright lead, albeit at a good clip, and ran strong overall time. I think Worsfold was the best run in the race. Alas, wasn't in front at the end of it.
Uh, there's no doubt about that. Uh, Gabe, there's probably more depth to the meeting and interest to, to speak about of um, the meeting on Saturday in Sydney, especially with the two-year-olds. And fascinated to get your rating figures on the Canterbury and the Widden, uh, both winners. Who rated best in your view? Look, both are really good. Uh, both races are rated um, exceptionally well. So um, what's happened is Red Resistance, uh, got a pretty easy lead. He led um, without pressure, which is a big tick, and he went 30.02 first 500. Uh, if you're lining that up against the class, the two-year-old Group 3 average, he's about a length, 1.3 lengths below that. So not only got a, a, quite a good lead relative to the class, he got it on his own. So he didn't have one breathing down his neck. First thing Brett Preble said when he got off, well, that's going to be the test because there's nowhere to hide in a flipper or any of those elite two-year-old races. There's pressure. He's got to be able to absorb that. That'll, that'll make or break him. Perfectly summed up. King's Gambit, I thought, was pretty much unbeatable off the figures he produced on debut, uh, but he couldn't really in red resistance given the tempo and, and the winner's strong overall performance. Um, but it just shows you, again, time's done everything. And if you are landing on just one aspect of this great game as your... Um, you know, your uh, item to, to pin your hat on, you'll get beaten. Uh, and, uh, look, he was a sound return. Red Resistance was holding him, though, through the line. Time was good. One three six, so five lengths above all averages, near two lengths above the class average. Let's line that up with the Widden Stakes, the Phillies. They've gone quicker early, near three lengths, quicker. 29.5, first 500. Overall time slick, 1.3.3, uh, seven lengths above all averages. We line that up against the class. Two-year-old Phillies Group 3. Speed, 2.4 lengths above. Time, 5 lengths above. And learning to fly. Absorbed that pressure. Worked early. Kicked. Won well. Strong through the line. An excellent uh, debut performance. Uh, second and third, very good as well. Gaps behind. I, I don't know about you, Gator, but uh, you do the stats forensically and break down the times, and it's fascinating to hear those comparisons there. But... To the eye, learning to fly was was more impressive because it looked like she had so much more to give, yet she wasn't really bottomed out. Uh, and she looks like a horse that is just going to continue to improve so much. Yeah, well, not many can do what she did on Saturday, and that is go forward on a strong speed, do a little bit of early work, um, then be challenged by one who had the cold sit on you, fight them off and win, and be strong through the line. Not only do they not do it too often, they certainly don't do it too often on debut when they're still learning the, the craft. Um, as I say, the clock's there to back her up. Her last 600 figure of 33.7 was near identical to Red Resistance, and she's done it on a stronger speed. Um, so she won't have to improve mm. to be a really good horse, but the likelihood is she will off that. And Stable openly said, you know, she'll be even better with a, with a sit in behind. So... Um, whether or not that comes to fruition, well, let's wait and see. But um, I couldn't mark her any less than excellent. And Steel City was another good run, just knocked into two pretty good ones in its career. I think that's that's probably the key to it. I mean, it trialed, she trialled um, exceptionally well before uh, the two runs to date. Uh, she's loomed to win both of them, and running second to Red Resistance, second to Learning to Fly, is no, um, no, no slouch. Again, substance on the clock, 11-4-0 last 200, a strong last 600 figure from um, from her, and gap third. 
I just wonder if a set of blinkers might be the key uh, to get that extra length out of her. We might see those next time. Yeah, I think you're on the right train there and could be headed towards the Blue Diamond as well. Have you been able to get a, a sense of the overall rankings? We've got a, a decent pool of evidence to work with now as far as the two-year-olds are concerned? Yeah, look, it's taking shape. Um, but look, every single year, this time of year, we all say the same thing, plenty of water going to the bridge. And that's the reality of it. I had King's Gambit as number one seed going into Saturday. Look, he was beaten, but he ran quite well. Um, and as I say, there was some merit on the clock. There certainly was for his debut. Uh, the Don Corleone win from last uh, Saturday uh, was exceptional. A massive last 600 figure, you know, relative to older horses on the day, is something I love seeing, especially from a, um, a early two, well, a two-year-old athlete. Um, having their first career start. So, uh, yeah, I look, that was um, that was terrific. About 10 lengths above last 600 uh, average figure, and that was off a strong speed yeah. as well. So fast home, fast overall time. So that horse may well have deposed uh, King's Gambit for the best male. Learning to fly sits at the top for the fillies for mine, but subject to change. Um, the other feature event on the day was the Expressway, and it was uh, a bit of an upset. Well, not really an upset. The favourite got rolled by the second favourite, but I don't know whether many people thought Maria Mia would be so strong on the line and have almost three lengths um, over Golden Mile. How did you rate the race? Yeah, I think you're right. I think that even those that, that tipped her thought um, if she is to win, uh, it'll be narrow, and she'll have to uh, really dig deep and... But the margin of 2.6 was significant. There was a further gap, second back to third, Golden Mile, back to Nicolini Vito. Uh, a bit of depth was taken away from the race with Forbidden Love's injury in the race. Um, so she obviously underperformed. Golden Mile was only first up. You know, he ran really well. A tardy start wasn't a help, but then found a good spot. Finished off well, clear second best. But the winners sat off a strong speed, you know, nine lengths above average, ran time. That time of 187 was 10.7 lengths above all averages. And not only that, it looked like horses were rushing home, and they were, but she was race faster still, 11.48 uh, at the end of that race. So as strong as anything at the end of it, um, credit to Joe Pride and, and his team because uh, she's at another level this prep. Yeah. How do you rate Golden Mile? Speaking with the boys, there's a few that have got a question mark over where he actually sits in the three-year-old brigade. He won the Caulfield Guineas, obviously, and then he won a big, rich race in Sydney post that. But that was without half cabin on the scene. So mm. is he still the horse to beat in an Australian Guineas if half cabin stays in Sydney for a Rosehill Guineas? Where do you have him? Look, he's a really good three-year-old. I certainly don't think it'll be the first or last time that the Caulfield Guineas has been... There's been a question mark over the race. You know, it was a very, very busy finish. A lot of horses ran well in it. Um, some of those, though, who have merged from it already, like Bank Moore and Co., have run really well. So, you know, it's all relative, isn't it? If they're only racing their own generation, um, then they're all going to be super competitive. When they've tackled older horses, which hasn't happened often, uh, they've measured up really well, the three-year-olds. You know, we saw Spacewalk win on Saturday. We saw Golden Mile second on Saturday. We saw See You in Heaven run well in Adelaide. We saw um, Giga Kick win in Everest. So those that were potting the three-year-olds have gone a bit early, I think. Uh, but look, relative to his own generation, he's right with them. Uh, is he dominant? Is he an autumn sun? Absolutely not. 
but um, he's got change-up speed. Uh, he can run useful time. He can find a position. There's a lot of traits he has that will tell you he'll be in the finish of, of any of those feature races he contests. And you mentioned your old mate. Good to see Spacewalk get the job done on Saturday. Yeah, terrific win, wasn't it? Did some early work on a fast speed as well. Uh, hung on the turn, did a lot wrong, and raced away from them. Um, albeit with no weight. But look, time was pretty good. I mean, 35.26 first 600 time, 1916. So they weren't all that far off Maramia's time. And they did it running about some four to five length slower first section. So um, a lot to like about the uh, the win. And um, I just have to factor in, you know, he got in with no weight, but uh, loved the win. Who are you taking out of that Sydney meeting? Yeah, I think there's a bit to absorb. Uh, a lot of them being first up, as you know, is the theme of this time of year. Um, I certainly wouldn't be sacking Majorati. I certainly wouldn't be sacking Byron. They just went to be too hard early, those two. I think they're both going super. Our roughie in the last super pursuit was enormous. Broke 11 seconds home, um, but they've crawled in that race, which beat us. Um, and uh, what did they go? 10 lengths below average. So that was that hurt. But um, I think he could still be followed and probably still be a price next time as well. We've touched on the two-year-olds um, and uh, we've touched on Spacewalk. So... Um, yeah, looking forward to uh, the carnival as it builds. Gator, one question to end off the SMS. Gay Waterhouse thinks she's got the diamond winner with Instructor. Can she win the slipper and the diamond in the one year? Rocky from Shepparton. Uh, I think Instructor's a long way off uh, some elite tier odds that I've seen. Um, but he's certainly progressing the right way about it. And if you learn anything from Saturday, it's that uh, raw times, don't tell the whole story, or King's Gambit was totally unbeatable, but he got beaten. Um, the slipper, uh, there's a lot to happen between then and... But look, I think they've... Um, I don't think they'll swap their horses for the slipper for many others, put it that way. No, there's no doubt about that. Hey, Gator Dog, so good to have you back. Been an absolute pleasure, mate. Looking forward to, as I say, uh, the kind of lesser builds. Yeah, no doubt about that. We'll get uh, David Gately's game plan on Thursday as well.